Well, hello, and thank you for joining us again in this great episode, in this great time that we're living in, in these great United States of America. In whatever country you're listening to us, I'm sure you're having a wonderful time today in this great opportunity to which you've been presented to be able to live again. Amen. Don't forget to listen frequently to stay.intohisword.com. We are, we are, and we have put together uh, the weekly wisdom, which is put out there every Monday, bright and early in the morning. So you can tune in to weekly wisdom to get your week started. And of course, we have our normalized Friday evening or Friday edition that we put out as well for the weekend. Amen. So remember, stay.intohisword.com. The weekly wisdom, the weekly wisdom message and any other messages that are outside of the norm, we'll put those out as well periodically. But we do have the Monday and the Friday, Monday for to start you out through your week and Friday to carry you through to the weekend. Things to ponder on before you start the weekend. Well, we always say bring your Bible to stay.intohisword.com. So we trust that you listen so frequently that you're starting to catch on to the to the routine and starting to establish some habits, which we will be discussing that somewhere down the line. So let's pray and uh, we're going to go to the book of Romans, but let us pray right now. Dear Lord and Savior, we're so thankful today for this opportunity to be able to share your word with those that are listening with a hungry heart and a hungry desire. For those that want to live for you in truth and in spirit, God. For God's people that are hungry for your word, Lord, hungry and thirst after righteousness. We pray for safety in this world, in these United States and countries abroad. We pray for healing in the land. And we pray for a cure of this COVID thing that's going on. And uh, we pray, Lord, that uh, the leadership of these countries, that they all get together, Lord, and, and make it work for the betterment of the citizens and, of course, God's people. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, we're going to spend a few minutes here today in the book of Romans. I'm not going to try to keep you very long. Uh, if I do apologize if the audio quality does not sound quite right. I'm having issues here like I used to in the past. So I got to got to work those out. But it was so important to me to be able to share God's word with you. I, I would rather sacrifice the, the audio quality the way it sounds, but not the quality in the word of God. I got to get that word of God out to you. It's important to me. The Apostle Paul said, I must preach to others. I must needs preach the gospel. Because if I don't, I myself may become a castaway. I'm paraphrasing. All right, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, 
excuse me, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Go over to verse four. The righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because a carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Hallelujah. Uh, Continue reading. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so that, if, if, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. We're going to stop right there for now. Dear Lord and Savior Jesus, we ask you, God, to help us to receive your word and to receive this message. Let us apply it to our heart. Help us to listen, learn, and apply. Amen. Well, as we read here, the Apostle Paul is talking to the church, to the church that's already established in Rome. But just like churches that are always, uh, like today, we already have churches, some that are established and some that are starting out. Uh, Nevertheless, you're going to have people that are uh, saints, that have been seasoned saints, that have been inside the church for a while, that know the way things are going. And then you're going to have new people coming in. And, and But Paul here is trying to admonish. He's trying to encourage. He's trying to uh, bring everybody up to another level, if you would. He's trying to bring people to a point in their life where their spiritual life is renewed, to where their spiritual life is encouraged, where their spiritualness means more to them than the fleshly life. Because if you're new to Christ, if you have not been serving Jesus very long, or if you haven't served Jesus at all, you know that the flesh will have you do things that you would not do ordinarily. But the spirit and the flesh are always conflicting and contrary one to another. You know, you always have that that struggle going on. You know, should I do this or shouldn't I do this? But the Apostle Paul says here that if you're in Christ Jesus there's nothing to be condemned about. You don't have to feel guilty being in Christ Jesus because there, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh. So we can't walk according to what we feel in our fresh, fleshly desire. Excuse me, I got to get some water here. We cannot walk according to how we feel in our flesh, according to what feels good to our body, to our skin. We have to dig deeper. You know, walking in the spirit is a deeper walk. Uh, you're concentrating on the word of God. Uh, there's this little, this little, uh, 
I guess you call it a little saying, a little WWJ or something like that. What would Jesus do? And we need to think about that as we're walking day by day, week by week. Would God be happy with me if I did that? Would God be happy with me if I said that? Well, I'm here to tell you right now, there's many times when we act and we do things that I'm sure God was would not be happy with. But we can always find a place of repentance. You can always find a place to say, God, forgive me. Forgive me for I've fallen short of your glory. For the Bible says all have sinned and has fallen short of the glory of God. So there's no mystery, there's no secret thing that we fall short of the glory of God. But we have to remember, it's not God that condemns us, it's the adversary that condemns us. It's the adversary that puts these thoughts into our mind, hallelujah, and it's our own selves sometimes that put these thoughts into our minds to where we think we aren't good enough to live for God, to where we think we messed up somewhere along the way, but you are God's chosen people. You're God's people made in his image, and God has saved you for such a purpose of such a time as this, and for a purpose to serve him, and for a purpose to worship him, and for a purpose to love and care for him, and for those people out there that don't know him, so that you can reach out to them. Remember, there is no condemnation to them who walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. We need to get into the spirit of God. Well, how do you do that? You get into the spirit by not trusting in your own personal feelings, but you get into the spirit by praying, by fasting, by meditating on his word. And the more you meditate on his word, by staying into his word, you start to take on the character of Jesus. You start to take on the character of God. You start to think like he thinks. You start to want to do things that he would do. Hallelujah. Then the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit will talk to you, praise God, and lead and guide you into all truth. And this verse five says, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. Hallelujah. Now, BC for me before Christ. Hallelujah. I had a, a dark background. I had a, a background full of darkness. Uh, hallelujah. I was walking after the flesh. Well, what do you mean, brother? Well, what I mean walking after the flesh is what I wasn't walking after God. God was not in all my thoughts. Uh, I had no thoughts about God. Hallelujah. Only thing I wanted to do was drink a beer. Only thing I wanted to do was hang out to, and do things that uh, contrary to the spirit, contrary to the good things of God. Hallelujah. I didn't even know God. So you could say, I didn't even know better if you wanted to say that. But I'm here to tell you right now, the whole time when I was living in the way that I was living, which is not a very godly way, there was something deep within me, something deep within inside me that said, I got to do better. I want better for myself. There's got to be something better than living this way. Hallelujah. And if you're living after the flesh, if you're feeding the flesh, feeding the desires of the flesh. Let me put it to you this way. Let's imagine you're going to go on a diet. It's that time of the year. Everybody's, oh, I'm going to diet here. I'm going to diet there. Hallelujah. Might not be a New Year's resolution, but I want to diet. I want to change some things in my life. Hallelujah. And more than likely, if you're not living for God, it's not changing anything towards God. 
But here's the example. You go on a, uh, uh, you're going to change your diet. Hallelujah. So you're changing your diet. Hallelujah. Now you're not going to eat this. So you don't eat the, the in and out burgers full of grease, full of cholesterol, full of cheese, mm, mouth-watering, French fries. Oh my goodness. Burger King, uh, tacos, burritos, full of lard, full of everything bad for you. That, but it's good. I used to eat it all the time. Hallelujah. Before I tried to change my diet. Hallelujah. But I'm not going to change. Oh, I'm going to change. I'm not going to change. Oh, I'm going to change. I'm not going to change. And that's the struggle we're all going through. That's the struggle you go through when you're on a diet. Hallelujah. When you're walking after the flesh. Praise God. When you're in the flesh. Hallelujah. The flesh is always going to be struggling. Hallelujah. Don't tell. I can't say that you don't struggle when you're in the spirit. Hallelujah. But if you're feeding the flesh, the fleshly things. Now we got to eat. Don't get me wrong. This is only an example. We got to eat. Amen. But we want to feed the flesh good things. Just like we want to eat spiritually. Hallelujah. Then we have to feed the spiritual man good things. Because the Bible says to be carnal minded. A carnal mind is that enmity against God. The carnal mind, the worldly thinking mind is against God. It's that enmity with God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Verse 7. Hallelujah says, verse 6 says, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded. Remember, carnal means worldly. To be worldly minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Hallelujah. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Wouldn't you like to have a better life? Wouldn't you like to have some things change in your life that may not be going quite right? Hallelujah. Get into the spirit. Let your friends, relatives, and neighbors, uh, hallelujah, your loved one, hallelujah, look at you and say, what's gotten into you? What's the change in your life? But I notice you don't do the things you used to do. You don't speak the way you used to speak. Your continence, you just change. You look calmer. You seem to be calmer. It's because you start to get into the spirit. You say, it's because I've been listening to stayintohisword.com. I've been listening. I've been learning and I've been applying. Hallelujah. And now what was going on on the inside as the word was getting into my heart from continually listening. Hallelujah. Continually learning. Hallelujah. And continually practicing as the word was getting into me. Hallelujah, started to do something. It started to take over the fleshly desires. Hallelujah, because I read somewhere, I read and I heard. It says to be carly minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. I'm tired of my life being in an uproar. Hallelujah, I'm tired of feeling like I'm going to die at any moment. But I want peace in my life. So I got to get into the spiritual realm. And then verse 8 says, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Hallelujah. 
How are you going to please God when God is a spiritual person? We can't see God. John chapter 4 says God is a spirit. And them that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. So if you want to see God, if you want to be more like God, hallelujah, we got to worship him in spirit. We got to get on one mind and one accord with the Lord. Hallelujah. He's a spiritual God. So how are we going to, how's a fleshly person, a fleshly minded person, a person who's walking in the flesh and not in the spirit? How are they going to get close to God? How are they going to be like God? Hallelujah. How are they, how is their mind going to be transformed if they're not walking in the spirit? Like God said, walk in this spirit. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Well, how do you get the spirit to, hallelujah, those without the Holy Ghost, they can't please God. Hallelujah, you got to have the Holy Ghost baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Look it up for yourself. It's in the Bible, Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Without the Holy Ghost, you're not going to be in the Spirit. You're not going to go anywhere. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. Hallelujah. If so that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Hallelujah. Now, that's in Romans chapter, uh, chapter 8, verse 9. But ye are not in the flesh. He's speaking to the people. Remember, this is a church starting. Some are new. Some been there for a while. He's speaking to the ones that's been there for a while. He's saying, you're not in the flesh. And if so be that the spirit of God, God dwell in you because you're going to have some in the church that hasn't gotten the Holy Ghost yet. But they're striving. But they're trying. But they're praying. But they're seeking. Hallelujah. For the Holy Ghost. He says, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man, hallelujah, this is the result of having a new life. This is the result of being with God. This is the result of getting alone in somewhere. You can have a prayer life and put it all aside. Hallelujah. And just talk to Jesus with all your heart, with all your might, and with all your soul. I mean, it, it gets to the point to where it's like, um, like you just really, truly, like when you were growing up and you wanted to get that driver's license or you wanted those new pair of shoes, hallelujah, and you really, really wanted it really, really bad, hallelujah. That's how it is with the Holy Ghost. That's how it is when you want to live for God. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life. See, if you're walking in the flesh, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. And Jesus, we know, is a righteous God. We know Jesus does what's right. We know Jesus wants to do what's right, and he wants you to do what's right. Hallelujah. But righteousness is of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Going down to verse 11. Praise God. It says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken 
your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwell in you. Hallelujah. Now I'm speaking to some believers. I'm speaking to some born again believers. Well, how do I know I got the Holy Ghost? Well, the Bible tells us the initial sign for I heard them speak in tongues. Hallelujah. It's not some warm, fuzzy feeling. It's not, oh, I just felt so good. Oh, I cried. No, hallelujah. The Bible says I heard them speak in tongues. Even Jesus, our Lord and Savior, hallelujah. Thomas said, my Lord and my God, hallelujah. He spoke in another language in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. So your mortal bodies, hallelujah, which dwell, your mortal body, hallelujah. Our mortal bodies are subject to death. Our mortal bodies will die one day. But if the spirit of Christ live in you, the Bible says that that same spirit, which is God's spirit, was raised Jesus from the dead. Remember, Jesus said, in three days, I'm going to raise this temple up. Hallelujah. I'm going to build a new temple. Hallelujah. In the spiritual realm. But in three days, I'm going to bring it up. And the people went, how could he build this temple? Hallelujah. That took so long to build. Well, Jesus wasn't talking about the earthly temple. He wasn't talking about the temple that could be seen, hallelujah, by building with man's hands. Hallelujah. Jesus was talking about the spiritual temple. Hallelujah. Our body, know ye not that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Your body is the temple of the Spirit of God. And God wants to dwell in you. Hallelujah. God wants to give you a new chance and a new way of living. Hallelujah. God wants to give you the opportunity, the opportunity to serve him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Verse 13, and I'm going to let you go in a little bit. Verse 13 says, for if ye live after the flesh, if you're living according to your fleshly desires, Hallelujah. If you're challenging your flesh and if your flesh is challenging you, which is a good thing. But when you give in, if you live according to the desires of your flesh, this is in Romans chapter eight, uh, verse 13. For if you live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if you live or if ye live, I'll read the King James version, always King James version says, but if ye through the Spirit, let's start all over. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Mortify. What does mortify mean? Mortify means, according to Webster's Dictionary, mortify means to experience shame. Humiliation, wounded pride, practice discipline or self-denial of the body and its appetites. Can I just put it to you plain and simple? If you just crucify, if you just put down all the, the fleshly desires, the things that you want to do in the flesh, hallelujah, get rid of 
the body uh, self-denial. We need to deny ourselves. Our self may say, oh, let's let's go over here and do that. Then we know our conscience will speak to us and say that's not right. So we have to mortify those appetites. We got to mortify those deeds. Hallelujah. We have to practice shame and humility. Be humble. Hallelujah. Because of flesh. Bible says pride cometh before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. So we have to mortify the deeds of the flesh because the flesh is going to give you that haughty spirit. Hallelujah. But if we mortify the deeds of the flesh, hallelujah, we shall live, the Bible tells us. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. Now we're all going to die sometime. That's just a given. Born to die. There it is. That's the title of a message. Born to die. Hallelujah. We're just, we're, just, we're just running out this race. We're just living our life. Bible says, uh, give men three score and ten years to live. That's 70 years. If you make it past 70 years, you're blessed according to the word of God. If you make it, uh, don't make it quite that far, then maybe something went wrong in your life. Upon this earth. Hallelujah. Maybe God decided to call you home early. Maybe some tragedy took place in your life. But nevertheless, it's the will of God, whatever took place. But hallelujah, me, myself, I'm trying to make it to 100 years old. I'm trying to make it as long as I can. I'm trying to reach every soul that I can with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because I don't, I want to mortify the deeds of the flesh. I want to have shame. I, I've experienced shame. I've experienced humiliation. I have my pride wounded. I practice discipline. Hallelujah. It takes discipline to come out here and to share this word with you. It took discipline to go out to the prison for three years straight. Hallelujah. Even sacrificing holidays to go out and preach to the men in prison. It took discipline to go on the street corner and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. It took discipline to go into the convalescent hospital, hallelujah, and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It takes discipline when you're going to read the word of God and share it with somebody else. Hallelujah. And self-denial because self is they no, I don't want to share the word. It's self Self-denial. It is said, now I'd rather just sit back and eat some Oreo cookies. Hallelujah. Drink some milk. Oh, praise God. Eat some good cooking. Hallelujah. That self-denial says, no, the word of God has to go forth. The quick story here. I remember one Thanksgiving, me and my spouse, praise God. We were at home sitting around the house, uh, just finished eating our Thanksgiving meal. And the opportunity came, hallelujah, to go out to the prison, praise God, which we had been going, ministering out at the prison to the inmates, praise God. Bible says, you was in prison and you visited me not. Hallelujah. We gave of ourself, self-denial, mortify the deeds of the body and ye shall live. Hallelujah. We mortify the works. Deeds mean works. We mortify the works of the body. Because most people will say, I'm not going out there uh, on this holiday in a prison. I'd rather sit back and relax in my easy chair and have fun and enjoy the family and friends. Uh, hallelujah. 
but we had a higher calling. We have a higher calling in our life. But when you're living for Jesus Christ, hallelujah, you mortify the deeds of the flesh. You mortify the deeds of the body. You have a higher calling. Hallelujah. It takes some sacrifice. You have to give up some things. Hallelujah. You have to do it because you love Jesus. And that's how it is when you're trying to get to love Jesus. You got to give up some things. You got to mortify self-denial, humiliation, wounded pride. Hallelujah. You want to gain that heavenly inheritance. Hallelujah. Nobody wants to go to hell and burn forever. We talked about that. It's called a scary place for some. And if you haven't heard it, you can listen to it. A scary place. For some. Hallelujah. God's people. Don't have to worry about going to. A scary place. As long as you stay in the will of God. And as long as you do what God wants you to do. You don't have to worry about it. Praise God. Hallelujah. For as many that are led by the spirit of God. They are. The sons of God. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. So let us walk not in the flesh, but let us walk in the Spirit. My friends, dearly beloved, this is an opportunity right now Hallelujah. Any day is an opportunity. Any time, any moment is an opportunity. Stay locked in. Visit us on visit us on Pandora. Visit us on Apple Podcasts. Hallelujah. Click follow. Click like. Hallelujah. Deezer. Any of those outlets that you listen, click it. Like it. Follow. You don't want to miss anything because the more you get the word in you, the better off you're going to be. Hallelujah. We said earlier, we're going to talk about habits and we are. We're going to talk about those coming up. Hallelujah. We got our weekly reminders. Friends, let us pray right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, Lord. I'm asking you, God, that you reach these people, Lord. Through this message, through your word. Your word doesn't come back, boy. Your word just goes out into the atmosphere, Lord. Just like dust, if you would. Just like dust in a dust storm. Or like a whirlwind of the word of God. And it lands on everything. Hallelujah. Just like snowflakes of the word of God. In a snowstorm, everything gets covered. By your word, God. Just like raindrops in the rainstorm, Lord, everything gets wet by your word, Lord. God, we know that your word gets planted by the men and women that you use to spread your word, God. And as your word goes forth tonight into the ears of the listeners and tomorrow and whoever should listen, God, I ask you to increase their faith. I ask you, God, to help them to mortify the deeds of their body. Hallelujah. 
to experience shame, to experience humiliation, wounded pride, self-denial of the body and its appetites. Hallelujah. All so that they may gain a heavenly home. In the name of Jesus, I pray.